On today's insights, a lesson in social media from eighth grade graduation? Why should you start featuring testimonials in your content and blog posts? And we talk about your mobile application. Today's episode is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Do you have too many job openings going unfilled? Is the solution to just spend more on job ads? Absolutely not. But to succeed in a market like we're facing right now, you need to take a different approach to job advertising. Forget post and pray, forget annual contracts. If you want to fill more of your open jobs, you need a centralized, data-driven, automated solution to managing your job spend. A solution that gives you more control and more flexibility. That's where we come in. With Haley Marketing's Job Advertising Management Services, we use programmatic software to automate your spending. So you save time, reduce wasted spend, and get more people applying to your jobs without having to spend more on advertising. For a free review of your job spend, contact us at 888-696-2900 or visit recruitmentmarketers.com. This is Insights. Welcome to Insights, tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar. What's up? This is Brad Biley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your digital and recruitment marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we feeling this week, buddy? We're feeling great. How are you? I'm doing well. I think we're finally getting to the other side of allergy season in Buffalo, which means I'll have like three months, I'm sorry, three weeks of not feeling like absolute trash. And then we get ready for the fall. Yeah, um, it, I feel like I kept telling myself in May, get to July 4th and maybe ever, you know, summer came a little earlier this year. And I, I feel the same. It's, it's tough for a lot of people, but you know, there's much worse things we'll get brutal. through. We'll just self-medicate with as much na- nasal spray as possible. It's tough, man. I love being outside. The outside wants me dead. It's just not a fair compromise. And I don't understand why it is the way it is, but like you said, Matt, we got to deal with it. It's what we get with living in Buffalo, living with uh, the weather that we get up here. But hey, let's get to the show. Let's go. A lesson in social media from eighth grade graduation. Matt, I've been seeing a ton of these posts across Facebook. I'm sure you have as well. And I think they're a really good lesson for the staffing industry. Let me paint the picture here and kind of walk through what I've been seeing. And then I want to get your thoughts on what it means for employer branding. A lot of local eighth grades are graduating around now, right? In Buffalo, New York. And what I've been seeing throughout my social feed, at least on Facebook, and I'll admit I follow a couple different schools just because my wife and family members are our teachers. We have a picture of a student. We have one great quote about what it means to have gone to that school for eight years. And then what I love best about it is a lot of these schools are then saying, Oh, and Brad is going on for his high school education at St. Francis and tagging that high school. So we have a great picture of an individual. We have a great quote about why they loved being a part of that school. And then we have a follow-up of, oh, and they're going to be going to this high school. From a staffing standpoint, you're probably thinking, Brad, what the heck does that matter? I'm seeing this as a great spin for candidates. You have a picture of a candidate. You have why they loved working with your recruiters, why they love working with your team. 
And then we say where they're going to work and we're tagging that employer, we're tagging that client. We're increasing that employer brand and we're increasing the partnership of who you're working with all through social media. And you're probably thinking, okay, that's kind of neat. I can get behind that, but what does it matter? What's the why? Well, from an employer branding standpoint, we want to show other clients who you're working with. We want to show other candidates who you're working with. We want to increase your brand by strengthening who you're partnering with. But also, every candidate you feature is going to share that content. Their family is going to share that content. Hopefully, the client that you're working with is going to share that content and say, can't wait to have Brad start next Monday. Can't wait to have Brad start next week. It is viral content that's just fun and breeds really, really good shareability. Matt, from an employer branding standpoint, am I on track here or am I kind of out of left field with this eighth grade graduation analogy? You're on track. It's a, it's a great analogy for building testimonials and building connections. And you did a great job of painting the picture because on the surface, it you know makes zero sense, but then you dig in and it makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. Sure. Employer brand, I like to say, is not what you're saying. It's what they're hearing. So people are going to hear this story and from a talent acquisition side, you know, Matt works for Brad staffing company. I'm able to, you know, have a great experience. What do I love working there? And then what's my next assignment? Maybe I was attempt to attempt to hire or something along those lines. And we've always said with any content on social when it comes from a direct person instead of the company or you're tagging your friends, the engagement's going to be higher. Then the reach is going to be higher and it's going to have a much wider impact on your social media audience. Will the ROI directly be there? No, but there is a value in branding and it needs to be a part of that social strategy. I think we need as an industry to be better at showing off our top associates, showing off those top individuals that work with us. When we have a testimonial, not just saying production worker, forklift driver, actually saying Brad Biley from Buffalo, New York, having some sort of branding and having some sort of personal connection to everything that we do amplifies that message. And when we have great content like this, let's show off the individuals we're putting on assignment. Be proud of that. And I know a lot of staffing firms are nervous about showing their potential competition who they're working with. Your competition already knows. Let's strengthen your brand. Let's strengthen your stake in the local market by saying, yes, we are working with some of the best individuals in Buffalo, New York. And every week we're going to show you who they are on social media. And if you want to be like them, we'd love to help. We can help you just like we helped Matt Lozar find his next job opportunity. If you've ever been to Staffing World, the American Staffing Association, one of the cool segments of the week is when they highlight the ASA, American Staffing Association Employee of the Year. And they're doing exactly that. It's on, it's on steroids from what Brad's talking about. You don't need a two to three minute professionally produced video. You, you can come up with a a slick format on your end. If it's a, if it's a graphic template, if it's a short video and interview session, but it showcases an employee in the staffing industry who probably had some hard times, a staffing agency got them through and developed their skills and provided training. And now they're went from a entry level worker to either a higher level worker or management position. And because of a staffing agency's investment 
and development of their personal and professional side. And it showcases the best part of the industry. This is really what it comes down to, Matt, is it's showing off the great individuals that you're working with day after day. You could do this with clients. You could do this, I think, more with candidates in this specific example. But it's a great analogy, and it's a great way to link what we're seeing across social media because of graduation season with the staffing and recruiting industry. Why should you start featuring testimonials in your content and blog posts? Matt, maybe I'm just on a testimonial kick right now, but I think there's strength in having that layer of credibility in everything that you do. When people want to make a decision on whether or not they should work with a business, whether or not they should buy a product, the first thing that they do is look at testimonials, they look at reviews. When we have a call to action in a blog post, apply online today, ready to get started, tap to apply, ready to find the next step in your career, tap to apply or tap to view our available opportunities. I was thinking through this the last week or so, why not first have a testimonial? You know, Why not feature a case story or a case study of a candidate that you've placed recently and then say, if you're looking for your next opportunity, if you want to be like Matt, if you want to be like Brad and land that next step in your career, we're available to help and we can do exactly what we did for them for you. We're also in your corner. We're also on your team. I think it's a really small tactic, Matt, but I think it'll go a long way. Thoughts? You are on a testimonial kick one. Number I'm okay two. with that. I'm okay with that because I think as we look at testimonials throughout the industry, I'm tired of them being so generic. And, and I've seen a lot of them this week. Our team has put together some excellent testimonials, but because of approval process and because of other things, it's just, they look generic in the sense of we can't tie them to a very specific human being. And I want that. Even from a client standpoint, if a, if a client wants to feature their clients or the individuals that they're partnering with, I hate when it just says local company in Buffalo. Tell me who it is. Give me that identity. They read like a stock testimonial. It's like a stock photo. Yeah. I'm going to take this a couple of ways. One, we're trying to build our testimonials as always here at Haley Marketing. And we've talked for years at Haley Marketing. People will leave positive testimonials if you ask and if they're happy with what the service and product you're providing. People aren't inclined to leave testimonials in a positive nature without being prompted a lot. So that's something that's been encouraging. You know, we're having a team comp, you know, team competition over here to hopefully build our testimonial library and been reaching out. Yeah, some people don't respond. That's everything, but a lot of times people are like, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to help. So that's where I think you ask, but then also what can you do to personalize it? You have to take that next step. Thinking through testimonials, and and maybe we're kind of just dancing in a circle here because we're saying testimonials in, in segment one and segment two, truly just want everyone to think through how you can be more direct with testimonials and how you can incorporate them in more of your marketing. When we think about marketing right now, it's incredibly difficult to find top talent. We have talent bouncing around from job to job. We have individuals who don't want to go back into the labor market. We have individuals who just are happy collecting unemployment. Maybe individuals are scared to find their next job because they don't know what's coming in the fall uh, with COVID, maybe a spike. I don't know. Um, I am definitely not a scientist. I have no idea what's on the horizon. I do marketing for a living. But when we have these testimonials, it's not enough just to say, oh yeah, we have some testimonials on Google or we have some testimonials on Facebook. Do something with them. 
and showcase those. Be proud of those because when an individual has an opportunity to find their next job, they have options. They can look themselves. They can go to you. They can go to your local competition. They can go to national competition. Why should they work for you? Why should they work with you? Testimonials are a great way to sell that why. It's, it's not selling what you do. It's selling why you do what you do. And when you have a testimonial, that is selling why you should work with Matt, the recruiter, why you should work with Brad's staffing firm. It adds so much value. And, and I guess if I could just kind of wrap this up, man, unless you have any other takes here, when you get a testimonial, it's not enough just to say thank you and have it and, and let it live on Facebook, let it live on Google. Let that be a part of your marketing. Let that be a part of your voice. Use that in other areas. Again, candidates, prospects have options, more options than ever before. How can you make sure they choose your staffing firm, your recruiting firm over somebody else? Sell the why they should work with you. Testimonials are an excellent way to do that. Hey, it's Brad checking in real quick before we get to the rest of the show. Why should you trust Haley Marketing for your staffing website, SEO? Nobody has as much staffing and recruiting SEO experience as our team. We'll help you get found more often and dramatically increase traffic to your website. We do the technical work and write the content. Our services start with the technical optimization of your website code and content on your website. We'll leverage multiple technologies to complete keyword research, then develop a specific strategy to optimize your site. Wanna know more? Interested in getting started? Give our team a call at 888-696-2900. And hey, tell them Insights sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Matt, let's talk about the mobile job application. You spend a ton of time looking at applies. You spend a ton of time looking at the data behind what gets a candidate to apply, what gets a candidate to drop off. You're passionate about the mobile application right now, and I'm going to softball it to you. What can we do better? Or what's, what's wrong with them right now? We don't have enough time for all that, Brad. Um, let's start with what's wrong with mobile applications. Beginning part, it's, they're, they're too long. Mobile applies are too long. I use this. I credit Brad with this saying when I have client calls. But if you met someone for the first time, you wouldn't ask them for their life history. You right. would ask them for their business card or their contact information and then follow up afterwards with a deeper conversation. It's really important. And this was something I talked about on LinkedIn Live this week, but there's a local drive-in theater that's struggling to get candidates, struggling to get talent. Who's their probably their market? High school kids, college kids, summer job. work, people that are home from, home from college. Yeah. So I see this on the news, go to the website, Apply here. Great. I'm not looking for a job. Don't need seasonal work. Not looking at work and driving way past Matt's bedtime. So I go there. It's asking for my life history. It's asking for all my personal information about three or four past jobs, references, where I go to school. The 17-year-old, the 20-year-old that's looking for the summer job isn't doing that. Better question. Why? I it's don't to work know. at a drive-in. We're if so you're working at a drive-in, I just need to know that you're an honest human being who's not going to steal money when you're collecting it from the cars. What do I care three jobs ago? It was unbelievable. They're, we're setting ourselves up to fail. And we're joking about it a little bit, but 
I think the first step is to, we've said this before at Haley Marketing, especially on the podcast, ask someone you trust to go to your mobile apply or your desktop apply and fill it out. Hopefully they've never been to your site before. Don't ask the guy sitting next to you in the office or the girl sitting next to you in the office, but go over to a friend, work colleague, family member, send them to your website. First of all, see if they can get to your application, your career portal. And then once they get there, what's their feedback? Matt, I was helping a teammate earlier this week with a a client issue. They were seeing some drop-off. They just weren't seeing a return on investment from the marketing we were doing. So we were working through it and we were working through the funnel and I was like, okay, well, let's, let's go start to finish and let's pretend we're coming to their site and we're, we're navigating through it. I was on mobile, they were on desktop. All right, you land on a blog. Best case scenario, now I'm clicking over to the job board. Best case scenario, I'm going to apply. I'm going to go through this process. Matt, I clicked over to the job board on mobile. One of the first questions was my social security number before I even saw what sort of job this company had to offer me. I don't even know what you do. I don't know. First off, I don't know why you do what you do. I don't trust you. I don't know what you do because I can't even see if you, in my example, are, are you hiring marketing people? Or are you hiring you know, welders? I don't know. Social security before I even saw what a job could be. That can't happen. And we really, really need to think through that. Are you dropping off potential candidates because you're not even telling them what it is that you're looking for before asking all of their critical information. That's step one. I know social security number is the identifier, but find a better solution. If we're looking at mobile apply, I'm a big fan of name, email, phone number, resume optional, because check your analytics on your website to see how much is desktop versus mobile. But if you're in traditional warehouse, commercial staffing, a lot of people searching on their mobile phones, some of that audience is not even going to have a resume, but then also they're not going to have it easily available. So make the resume optional and treat it as a way to just get contact information. If you want to have some maybe post-qualification questions, which there's pros and cons to ask a couple questions about experience or whatnot, put that after they, they submit their information. But just start with that process and make it simple for them either to, to type it in. Obviously, it has to be mobile optimized, but does your application have a one-click apply where they can import information from Indeed or Facebook or LinkedIn? So we want to reduce the friction. We want to make it simple, one or two clicks for someone to apply for that job. We don't want numerous fields somebody has to fill out, personal information someone has to fill out the first time they come across your job opening. Reducing friction is everything. When we look at Matt, we've talked on on insights now for three years uh, or 60 something episodes, almost 70 episodes in. Reducing friction probably comes up in every other episode. Are you doing everything that you can to get your marketing one step down the funnel? Had a great conversation with Jeff, our CMO earlier this week. And he was talking about how your marketing should fill in the gaps of your sales team or of your sales function, right? Marketing should help drive people down the funnel. So when you're thinking through the candidate process, is your marketing driving people down a funnel to make it easier to apply? Or is there some sort of friction that's getting in the way? Matt challenged you to think through your mobile apply and go on your website, go on your job board and apply. Matt, I haven't applied to a job in a while. I probably should just to see what it's like. 
one of our clients, whatever it might be, just to see what it's like on mobile because I'm, I'm a little out of the game. But think through your candidates. Think through your applicants. Where are they getting frustrated? Where are they getting upset? Where are you asking too much information? When should in that process, just like you would in a direct mail campaign, when should someone pick up the phone and call a prospect? When should someone on your team pick up the phone and call an applicant? We need to start thinking through that and we drastically need to reduce the friction. Literally had this conversation with a client on Monday and they switched from a short application to a longer application, I think in May. Mm -hmm. And now they're switching back. And I asked why. And they, I said, they said, kind of scared applicants. They didn't want to fill out all that information. And we saw our numbers go down. And there's pros and cons. The short application might not go right back into your career portal if it's an integration with a different software, but your long application from the applicant tracking system software, it goes right in, but you might not have any applications that go in or a much smaller amount. So those are the pros and cons to weigh and really walk through that process to determine internally what your team vitally needs to follow up with candidates and not waste anyone's time. You're spot on, Matt. Think through exactly what you need from your candidates, from your applicants. How can you reduce friction? How can you make that application process easier, more efficient so that you're not losing candidates before you even have the chance to sell them on a job? What are you doing to have your job board, your website, your marketing, push candidates further down the apply funnel so that it's easy to get the right individuals applying to the right job. If you have questions about your specific job advertising, you have questions about your job board or, or questions on how you can better attract candidates in your local market, I know Matt would love to chat. You can reach out to Matt Lozar on LinkedIn and talk about your recruitment marketing needs, or he can put you in contact with the right person on Team Haley for that conversation. But please don't hesitate to use us as a resource as you work to drive more applicants down into your conversion funnel, into your job board in Q3. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts and tell us how you're feeling. If you have a question for us, you can tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can email info at HaleyMarketing.com or give us a call at 888-696-2900. And hey, tell them Insights sent you. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.